What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko. Next to me, driving in the car, secretly recording me without my consent, Single Christian Vaughn. Single party consent. Tried to, tried to record a, a sort of a candid episode. Josh would not allow it. Made sure that I changed my personality so that we are recording now. Hey, um, for those of you who don't know us, which is the vast majority of you... Um, you don't want to know us. <laughs> you don't want the real, the real Chris Vaughn and Josh Renko coming through on this podcast. You would be disgusted. I'm so disgusted. we 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 uh, we protect our audience from our our true thoughts. It would be you're it would welcome. be uh, you're, you're welcome. It would be eye opening, and our children might listen to this and too. Also, That's the other thing. If you had any loved ones or friends that heard you listening to this podcast? You'd be like, I don't this. I just this just came on. I don't even know how. I did not subscribe to this. So so have you, Chris? Have you had any of you like? unknowing friends or family that had been listening to our podcast no i don't think anybody that i know listens to i i do like feel weird because i have a sticker on my computer and like every once in a while i'll be sitting down like in a deposition or like like my or my paralegal like was like hey what's that and i'm like uh <laughs> i'm like uh just it's a podcast that i do and they're like oh what's it called and i'm like uh, you wouldn't like it. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just afraid one of, the, like, the defense lawyers that I work, you know, against is going to, like, look it up and hear me being... He'd be like, that guy likes to fish. What an asshole. No, he'd be like, that guy's an idiot. I'm going to win. <laughs> I'm going to win this case. Well, I I would... So, I've had two or three instances where people, kind of the same thing, either ask me, like... Oh, what's that podcast about? And I'm like, uh, and I'm like, just make sure you don't listen to it with your kids in the car. Um, and they're like, why? I'm like, uh, it's also a weird thing to just tell people like, oh no, I record a fishing podcast. Like really? I'm proud of that. dude. Leaving my mark on the world. That's a mark for sure. So the, the one thing though, that, that, uh, that I was kind of weird about was that McDonald's? I don't, but I had I made breakfast. You uh, made breakfast? Yeah, I'm trying to. Are you Betty Crocker? I'm trying to eat better, so I knew I couldn't get anything good. So you had about uh, sausages, mashed potatoes. Uh, basically, <laughs> you had mashed potatoes. I had and gravy the worst. for breakfast. You had biscuits and gravy <laughs> for breakfast. Mm. Uh, that sounds really let's, good. Let's jump straight to the. Well, point. hang on, hang on. So what I was saying is, I had a friend of mine whose brother is a big fisherman and he he listened to our podcast and i don't know him and uh they were like kind of surprised me and they were like oh yeah my brother's a big fan of your podcast and they were like we started listening to it and i was like "Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) ooh, 
I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and they were like, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, just make sure you don't listen to episode number 53. Which one was 53? <laughs> I know, I just made that up. Uh, the one about my wet dreams. That's uh, probably the one I'm truly embarrassed about. <laughs> there's nothing There's nothing embarrassing about that. That was hot. That was the hottest episode. <laughs> that, was a hot, that was a hot take. Well, um, anyways, so... We're headed off. We had, um... Hold on. Before we get into what was going on, I think that it needs to be addressed that Josh went up to visit a young listener to the podcast, <laughs> uh, a one Luke McCool. The, Shout out to Luke McCool. Uh, to pick up a Donald Rainwater campaign sign, political, endor- political endorsement from the podcast. Um, Hell and yeah ended up taking a selfie with a fan of the podcast which i think you know is a is a watershed event it's a big step it's a watershed <laughs> event and also uh it ha- so happens that this particular fan was a female in fact which is like a unicorn probably uh <laughs> and she said to josh i expected you to look different which I, I don't know, maybe, I didn't know quite what to think about that, but um, so, did, so did we all. We all thought, we all. <laughs> My voice sounds very sultry. No. <laughs> we all, your parents even thought, I thought he, I thought he'd look different. <laughs> Screw you, Chris. <laughs> I, thought he'd, I thought he'd turn out different. Well, regardless of the fate, thank you, Luke, for that sign. I appreciate it, bud. Um, it's very very and, cool of you. And the girl, the girl definitely did not listen to our podcast. So let's just oh. let's just make that clear. Well, um, I'll take an. Hang on, let's listen coffee. to Chris order. Okay. And that's it. All right, three to six for Thank you. Should we interview the drive-through lady as we go through? Yeah, absolutely. Say, ma'am, you're live on a podcast, the most popular smallmouth fishing podcast in the world. I don't know how to say podcast in Spanish. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so racist. No, she was Hispanic. <laughs> she clearly speaks English. She's Bare- working at a Barely. <laughs> barely. Uh, so so anyways, uh so yeah, we're as you can tell, we're in the car. We're um we're headed to Old Faithful. Uh we haven't been on Sugar Creek. Also, why is it racist to want to communicate with someone in their native language? language it was phrasing a joke i think that's pretty fair to say that's a little racist i don't think it's racist we're gonna get up there and she's gonna be like white maybe it's linguist but it's definitely not racist <laughs> okay then you're a linguist maybe she's a spaniard do you ever think <laughs> maybe, about that maybe uh I, I would imagine she is some sort of if so that's a question for you can you be racist towards spaniards because they're europeans so you can be racist towards an Irish. I think you can be racist towards, towards anybody that's any. Well, you can be racist being, without being cast out of polite society. Can I? Can I? I mean, because I can make an Irish joke right now. I can say, "Well, the Irish are." Dustin. Know. Dustin is a. Uh, he's of Spanish descent, and we call him Mexican MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> but his but his grandparents are. He loves Mexican. it. He loves it. No, uh, they're Spanish. Are they really? Yeah. They're from España? Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I probably will stop calling him Mexican MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, you know. Uh, anyway, so we're headed to Sugar Creek going through this drive through here, but um, the reason why we came, so it's Friday. 
Hello. Hang on, we don't. Nothing? <laughs> How are you today? Oh, doing great. How about yourself? Good. 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 Early start to the day. Right. Hey, you guys are actually really, really crowded. <laughs> Pretty busy. So have a good one. Bye. Her name was Tanya. I was going to ask her, and you so rudely was. interrupted I, I me. I knew what you were going to do, and that's why I interrupted you, bro. I knew why? I was yeah. just going to say, hey, you're on a podcast. Can you say hi? Oh, hello. Thank you. That lady definitely <laughs> spoke Spanish. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe it was racist, because I have to. Like, <laughs> yeah. The whole time, I'm like, oh. She's like, oh, no. Oops. Um, so... We're headed to Sugar Creek. It's Friday. We both took the day off work. And uh, the reason being is because we got some recent rain, uh, which we've been desperately needing. And Sugar Creek has finally got enough flow to it where we can actually float it. Or as Mike Schultz calls it, a bump in the flows. I love Mike Schultz. Yeah. Such a cool guy. Seems like it. Yeah. he's Me and him are really good friends. Did you know that? Shut up, dude. <laughs> Did you see that the Muskegon Fly Shop is closing down? Yeah, that sucks. It really does, man. Oh, no, you didn't like those guys. Yeah, I did. No, I did. I just no. thought that they always seemed like they were stoned. No, uh, the last time you're like, those guys suck. They don't know anything about smallmouth. No, I, I, did, I didn't say they suck. Just, why, said, why don't you just kick them no, while they're down, I, Chris? I didn't say hey, that they well, suck. just kick them while they're down. It's not like they lost their business or anything. I did not say that. I said <laughs> that it. It seems like it's definitely more of a salmon and a trout fly shop. Which they, they're big into snagging. That's their big money up there. I mean, the, you know, salmon and trout. Steelhead. I don't think they get a lot of smallmouth anglers, so. Yeah. Which makes sense for up there to have a smallmouth or to have a trout and a steelhead fly shop because they have trout and steelhead. Up yeah. There in large numbers. It doesn't make any sense to have a fly shop dedicated to trout here. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so anyways, we're headed to Sugar Creek. Let's get to the point. It's all, or October, was it 23rd today? Quick to the point. To Is the it point. 23rd? Yeah, today's 23rd. So October 23rd, we are currently, this is about as much of a like prefrontal trip as you're going to get because it's literally going to start dropping in temperature and a front is storming uh kind of as we're on the water as we pull off the water today <laughs> it will be thunderstorming yeah it's going to be uh well i looked at the the temperature if you look at it it's going to get up to about 70 71 today and then it's going to start it'll be by the time we get off the water it's going to be back down in the 60s yeah 66 right now yeah so this so is like your rarity for us. Your I mean, quintessential, you know, pre-front. You're, we're we're going to be at the front, not pre-front. We're going to be at the front. Um, so it's hard to say, you know, the fish, uh, by all indications, the fish are going to be in their wintering spots or very, very, like, relating to the wintering spots. Um, but we've got a bump, and it was hot yesterday. It was like 85 yesterday. 84 yesterday and then uh and then today's you know already had a warm night and you got this front moving through i mean i always hate to jinx ourselves but in these type of situations i mean it could eat i, I will say this it's either going to be like boom or bust today <laughs> we're going to go out there 
and just completely annihilate them or it's going to be really slow. Um, I, I think it's going to be good. I mean, this is the first time in a long time, though, that you and I have been able to go out fishing ahead of a front. Like, we've been fishing a lot this year. It's just sort of lined up that way where we're fishing a lot in the front, like in the cold front, at the end of the cold front, you know, whatever. So this will be one of the first trips that we've done all year where we're out in the front end of a big cold front. Um, I think I think it should be good. I mean, I think it should be great. Yeah, I mean... You never know. You know, I, I just mean, I'm not a I'm a pretty realist when I'm very realist when it comes to projections and you know what's going on, but I, I mean I, I if I had to guess it would we're gonna have a day. So Yep, and this is the time this is like your time when you catch twenties here. I mean this is it. Yeah, like the water's got a little bit of stain on it from the bumping flows. There's a, a cold front headed towards us, but right now it's it's nice and warm. Um, you know, this stretch of water hasn't been hasn't been fished in probably three months, so um, it should be good. Yeah, and I'll tell you guys if you're planning on maybe going out this weekend, is I'll try to post this tonight. Um, the fish are going to be near wintering holes, so don't waste your time in a bunch of moving water, shallow stuff. Like they're going to be in wintering holes, with one exception. Well, this weekend it probably won't be an exception, but uh, the last time I went out, um, they were in super shallow water, but they were like bathing in the sun. So sometimes you'll get that this time of year where the sun is like at its peak. Those big fish will come and sit on like in like six, seven inches of water and they'll just kind of soak up that sun. But other than that, they're in, in those places need to be close to deep water too. Like they're not going to travel you know a, a long distance to get there but if you find your wintering holes and we've you know we have plenty of winter episodes that will describe you know where you'll find those type of spots but the easiest way to find them this time of year if it's clear find the sucker fish find the bottom fish um you know your deeper slower areas and uh, you'll find the smallmouth. um so yeah we're gonna give it a go here we're doing uh doing one of our old trusty stretches this is a stretch that i personally haven't done all season and i don't even know if i did it last season um but it's one of those like old trusty places that a lot of good memories on yeah. a lot of good memories a few 20 inchers have come off of this area lots of 19s lots of 18s it's uh you know it's we're doing the uh, the Darlington stretch on Sugar Creek. It's just sort of the the classic Sugar Creek stretch that everybody knows about. So, but we haven't done it in a long time because so many people know about it now that really the only time you can do it is when you know spring or or fall, pretty much when nobody else you know is hardcore enough to go out and do it. So. Yeah, and I have done the bottom of this stretch this year, I should say, because uh, there's a put-in about halfway in, but the top of it I haven't done. The last time I did that was when you caught that carp. Last June. It was a year ago. It was in June. Yep, and that was a pretty fun trip, and consequently, we got rain on that trip. Yeah, we did. So it was like 15, 16 months ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, 
but yeah, so got, got, we have some high hopes today. Um, you know, I think we're going to come through with a pretty, pretty good, um, pretty good day possibly. Um, I'm going to start off by probably throwing a spinner bait. Are you? Cause that's what I caught him on last time. And I'm hoping this front really has him chasing stuff. Um, and I, I, I could guess what you're going to tie on, but I'll let you speak for yourself. I'm going to start off with the game changer. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, who invented that fly? Was that Blaine Chocolate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old Blaine. Such a good guy. I don't know, but <laughs> you know. should. He's pretty famous. So. Yeah, he's famous. Uh, famous in the fly world. Kind of, kind of like it how is. we're, kind of like how we're famous. Absolutely, though. we're all definitely on the same level. Hey, let's Absolutely. have Blaine on the. Let's have Blaine on the podcast. Like what? What is it called? In this in this off season, let's have Blaine on the podcast. I mean, he's a smallmouth guy. He is, and a musky guy. Um, we're definitely on the same level for sure. We're all we're equals, basically. I personally, I think you could outfish him. Oh, I'm definitely 100%. <laughs> I mean, no doubt. Uh, but one thing, it is like interesting to. It's like I, I've talked about him before, you know, or whatever to Ashley. Like she'll be tying a fly, and she'll be like, "What's that fly?" And I'll tell her, and oh, this is a, you know, game changer fly, and it was invented by, you know, that Blaine Chocolate, who's a guide on the James River, and. You know whatever and she's like huh and I'm like you know I could tell like like fly fishing people just know who he is or like smallmouth people just know who he is my wife could go through her whole life and never have heard his name even oh yeah he's he's a niche guy for sure I wouldn't have known who he was unless you started fly fishing I bet you would have nah. he's like around I mean he's like he's around I don't think I don't think so man I don't you know I mean Mary Dahlberg is yeah, because he, uh, he invented the uh, Whopper Plopper. Oh, God. That's, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how he feels. He probably doesn't carry praise rich. rich yeah. Shit, but, he, but it's funny. He's though, made like, more money off that than he's made on all of his fly stuff combined. So he's all in oh, on the Whopper Plopper. For sure, yeah. But it doesn't, didn't he have a fishing show, too? I guess that's not really a fair comparison. I don't know. I think I, it's called... I think he had a fishing show for a long time. Well, he definitely doesn't have a podcast, so, I mean, we got that on him. <laughs> we definitely have a more famous podcast than Larry Dahlberg. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't have one, but still counts. We're ahead of the curve, bud. Podcast is the next YouTube. Yeah, it's just a matter of uh, just a matter of time. But uh, Podcasts are the next YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> but, so, so, okay, let's do, our, let's do our typical prediction here. Uh, Chris, I'm going to let you go first. What are you calling... Number total number of fish, total number over eighteen, and a yes or no on if we will catch a twenty today. Forty-five fish, three eighteens. There will be a twenty-incher caught today. Okay, um, I'm gonna go. And I've already said the pattern. I think it's gonna be a fluke or a game changer pattern. So okay, I'm gonna go. 32 total, four 18s, 120. I like it. Pretty close. Yeah. I feel like you price is right at me, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's why I had you go first. All right, uh, hold on. Uh, One fish. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I just priced it right at you. <laughs> we got skunked. Um, so, oh, I get that. You're betting a dollar. You're betting a dollar. <laughs> uh, so, here's the deal 
we did have a uh, decently long podcast when we from when we went to Michigan that we recorded in the car, and I accidentally... An hour? Yeah, it was about an hour. I lost lost the episode. So what we're going to do the next time we're to do like a studio episode, we'll kind of recap that trip because we had a good time. Um, we caught a lot of fish. Um, it, was a, it was a fun trip. Went up to the Muskegon. But uh, today's episode is about today's trip, and we'll do some recording, uh, hopefully on the water if it's not pouring down rain, and we'll definitely do one on the way home. So anyways, uh, we'll catch you guys uh, here in a little bit. You know I didn't bring her. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Josh, just we can just end the, the podcast. The, let's just do the rest of the podcast now, Mike, and then we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Not much. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty bad. Um, sometimes, you know, I, I was surprised we were, were wrestling with the decision of where to go. And we really wanted to go to Sugar Creek. Because uh, we haven't been there for a while, and the the flows came up a little bit, so we could float, you know, s- s- the section that it's probably been three months at least since we floated it. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been so low, um, but the weather was the determining factor because we were like, man, it's supposed to rain out here. Well, one of the things happened that was good for us. We didn't really, other than it was windy, which sucked. Um, we didn't get any bad weather. Um, yeah, but even the wind wasn't too bad. I mean, it it was it sucked a little bit, but it wasn't like horrible. Yeah, we saw a bird fight. Saw a bird fight. That was sick. <laughs> it was like three hawks and then like two vultures, and they were like, it was really weird. We got on video. Yeah, it was a couple black hawks. <laughs> <laughs> a couple Chris loves Chris. Those black circle. Chris loves black hawks, dude. Those are like his favorite. Yeah, they're all circled up, just. <laughs> fighting out you know uh but yeah so we started off one we started off the day just i mean god awful like i didn't i was getting frustrated dude i didn't catch a fish for like three out the first three hours my boatmate today was my boatmate was like (laughs) we did we left the anchor at home i thought (laughs) well you did you did nail a couple nab a couple of quick fish when you got up but i think you would agree that you just kind of hit the right. You think I got lucky? <laughs> yeah. No, because no. I went up there and freaking threw the kitchen sink at him, and I couldn't freaking get anything. And then you had a big dry spell. We either way, what happened? I had one dry spell. Yeah. We we had we both had dry I had, spells. I had one of these. You caught two fish in the morning. <laughs> Let's not get too confident. But I here. fished. You fished for a combined total of and and you know I'll be the first to give this to you. So you need to give this to me. Uh. In the first three and a half hours on the water, what do you think the, the apportionment of time was between you and I fishing? I was probably two to one. Yeah, it was. It was 100%. You, Let's try three you, to when, one. When you said you had been up there for 35 minutes total, I knew that that was false. No, dude. I look at my watch every time you get up there. But <laughs> it, I, you did. I'm saying I was up there twice as much as you and you caught so, how many fish in the first I didn't catch and any. Hour, yeah. And I, and I caught And you two caught two. And yeah. What is debatably half the time? I'm going to say it was a third of the I'll time. I'll give it to you, dude. You're you caught you caught a couple fish. That being said, it it normalized by mid by mid morning. Well, what happened? Yeah, it was like sucked and then I finally caught one and then we were like real slow 
and then all of a sudden we it i don't think it had anything to do with the area we were in we just like there was like an hour there where we were like fish 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 we caught you know probably 15 in a row or so in like an hour long deal um chris caught an 18 and a half um and i think we had a couple probably around 16 you know nothing that one that you caught at the end we caught josh caught one in a very unusual place it was like in a plunge pool Mm -hmm. what is almost a waterfall, I would say, and Josh caught one there. Oops. Um, but other than that, it was, uh, you know, that, that one was probably 17. But other than that, it was, you know, it was okay. Yeah. It definitely wasn't anything to brag about. Well, we had a reminder come up of uh, last year's trip, or maybe it was the year before, I don't remember. We did two fall trips around the same time, um, and they were pretty good. I caught that 20 last year. We, uh, you know, and, you know, if we would have had two days or, you know, kind of a a full day because we had to be back. Or maybe yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, if we went yesterday. yesterday. But the, uh, the lower stretch of sugar is kind of our normal fall place and there's a lot of wintering spots on that stretch there's big fish we know where those big fish are it still probably wouldn't have been tough but you know yeah today would have probably been tough no matter what something about the water i'd never really seen it that way It, it almost looked like tea i mean it was very tanninized it was like I don't even know if that's a word, but I just said it. <laughs> I like uh, it. <laughs> you, you knew exactly. I think it's a word. I'm make, I'm saying it. Well, so it was, it was tanninized. I mean, it was like, it was clear. I mean, visibility was high. Uh, it was almost like what you see on the Wisconsin River or the Muskegon or something. But the, the water was clear, probably three foot of visibility. But looking across the water, it was like very, like, tea. I mean, it was... You know, it's like a brown tint, very like unusual. I've never really seen it that bad. Before. I've seen it more in like you know northern rivers have that, but it was like yeah, the leaf leaves like soak you know or like dyed the water. It was it was bizarre, but it did limit visibility quite a bit. Um, I mean, it's I would say in spots it was like a couple feet, but that darkness like. You couldn't see your lure after it dropped about a foot. I mean, it was gone. Yeah, and we had to, you know, we had to pretty much go with white. I mean, to be, or pink. I had a pink game changer on for a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're cut, you're limited, you know, you're limited on colors, you're limited on, uh, you know, what kind of baits you can really use. But, you know, ultimately it was, it was just an okay day. I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say it was horrible. I'd say Josh had probably a bad, definitely a bad day for you. I'd say it was subpar for sure, for yeah. you, but overall, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Um, just a little advice for if you're thinking about going out this weekend, because I touched on that in the intro, don't go out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would, you know, if you are going to go out, um, the fish were weird. It, it was, too, the other thing is, like, this time of year, you expect them to all be concentrated in wintering holes, and they really weren't. And it, it was it was a weird. We caught some in shallow water. We caught some. It's kind of spread out. I mean, generally speaking, you want to target like those deeper areas. And our main uh, main um, 
pattern today was definitely a uh, game changer fluke. That's just what they wanted. I, I think I caught one on a Ned rig, and all the rest of them came on that that type of um, pattern. So that's some strikes on a buzz bait. Yeah, it was weird. Like first thing in the morning, they hit that short struck that buzz bait, and then they were short striking the popper, they were and short then striking everything. Yeah, really. very non-committal, very unmotivated fish. But then when they turned on, the some of those eats were really cool. Yeah, we had a couple of really fantastic eats. The eighteen ate uh, really well, and then I caught another one like in the sixteen seventeen inch range that ate really well, and you know it was definitely worth it. I mean, it was worth the trip, but. It was, unu- it was it was not at all what I expected. I think once once we got on the water and saw the color of it, we kind of both, I mean, there was still hope that the day would go the way we thought it would, but anytime you get on the water and you see something really unusual in a river that you fish all the time, you kind of in the back of your mind think, yeah, this, this could be bad. This could, this could end up being a problem. So. Yeah, and this time of year is dicey anyways. I mean, it just is, it gets, as much uh, pub as fall gets, fall can be very finicky. And, uh, I mean, it's starting, you know, it's late October. I thought what would make the difference today was the, um, was the weather. We had that front coming through. And you could tell something happened with the fish that turned them on. Um, So I don't, and it was about the time that that weather started to blow in. Um, but yeah, just, just kind of a crappy time. It, it, you may come out here tomorrow and do real well. I doubt it, but <laughs> yesterday would have probably been the day to be out. Yeah. So. It was good though, man. I appreciate you going out. We took the day off of work and, uh, kind of, out. we were yeah. emailing and calling during the fishing trip. So I mean, that might've been part of our problem. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's just part of it. You know, when you do, when you have your own business and you have to, and you take off a day, you know, and not really well in advance. It's not like it was planned. It just sort of last minute, like, hey, let's go fishing on Friday. You're going to have that. I mean, you're going to have calls you have to make. You're going to have emails, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but anyways, it was, it was good. It was a good time. It was, you know, it would have really sucked had we had the day of fishing that we had and also gotten thunderstormed on. Yeah, we didn't get thunderstormed. So we didn't even get rained so. on. So that's, that's good. Yeah. No, no broken rods. Yeah, for once. <laughs> so, yeah, good good times. Almost broke one at the beginning, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, we'll hopefully get a studio session here in soon, but uh, I'll put this up um, to quench your little, little wet boy's thirst. <laughs> so, we'll catch you later. Free the fighter. Free the fighter, buddy.